What's the secret to your hair, Dr. Lisa? I get that question so much. And what I have changed recently is using my Nourish Collagen Peptides from the Nourish Balance Thrive line. As you know, before I ever put my name on anything, I test it out for months. And so therefore, I have been using this product for a long time before it ever became available to you guys. Why am I loving this product so much more than any other ones that I've ever used? A, this is grass-fed collagen. So if you are dealing with post-COVID hair loss, if you are dealing with a Hashimoto's diagnosis or a hypo or just low thyroid diagnosis and you're losing your hair, or maybe you're noticing your hair just isn't as thick as it used to be when you were in your 20s, right? There's so many of us noticing that. You might want to add some collagen into your routine. And the Nourish Collagen Peptides is from grass-fed cows, so you're going to love that. You're not going to get all the nasty hormones or whatever else that might be in conventional products. I am always looking for the cleanest source available. What else? If you're looking in the mirror and you're noticing those laugh lines, or if you can pinch your skin and it doesn't like rebound back as fast as it used to, that means the elasticity of your skin just isn't there and we want to rebuild it, nourish it so it can thrive, right? So the Nourish Collagen Peptides will do just that. And obviously as a chiropractor, I love this because it is good for your joint health as well. So Nourish Collagen Peptides has type 1 and type 3 collagen peptides in it, which are great for, like I said, hair, skin, and nails. So if you are dealing with laugh lines or thinning hair or creaky joints, you're going to want to grab a container of the Nourish Collagen Peptides. You can mix it into your smoothies, into your coffee. You can mix it into like your brownies if you're eating that drlisao.com, click the shop link or click the link below. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. Happy New Year. In today's episode, I am speaking with Dr. Heather Carden, who, if you've listened to the Keto Virtual Summit, you might know her from there, but she's also the education specialist for a company called Prove It, which is the company that I use for exogenous ketones. So we're obviously talking about ketosis today, so I figured it would be a great episode to start out the new year with in case you are looking to change up your nutrition for a little while here or to make some lifelong changes, as you always hear me saying. Dr. Heather will talk about different ways to incorporate it, how we both do this with our patients and transitioning to a ketogenic lifestyle. Also, if there's some plateaus that you're, you know, been stuck somewhere and you need a little bit help to get through, we cover that as well. So if you're interested in checking out exogenous ketones, which is what I really help use, I love them for my workout, but I also really just love it to help people transition into keto. You can always check out that over at drlisa.shopketo.com. Hey there, Rockstar. I'm Dr. Lisa Olszewski. I'm so glad you're here. I know you've been struggling for a while trying to figure out why things just aren't changing. I've been there. I get you. I see you. I know how hard you're trying. I'm here to let you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm here to teach you the simple steps to becoming that healthy, vibrant you. Are you ready? Let's do this. somebody who's actually become a friend over the course of the last few years. I met her years ago at a Prove It exogenous ketone event. And um, so this is Dr. Heather Carden. 
She is one of the, well, I'm going to let you introduce as to who you are. We're going to talk all stuff keto today, and we might even dig into like all sorts of stuff for health. How about that? Sounds awesome. So Dr. Lisa, thanks for having me. I don't know how long, how many years ago we met. It seems like we were instantly kindred spirits when we met though. So um, I have been practicing alongside my husband. I'm coming to you live from Overland Park, Kansas. So right in the middle of the USA. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been practicing alongside my husband for 23 years at Cardin Center for Wellness. Wellness. We are not only chiropractors, we are acupuncturists, applied kinesiologists, we have a diplomacy in internal medicine, we also do homeopathy, biofeedback, neurofeedback, so we've got a whole bunch of tools in our tool belt. What that simply means to us is that we have a lot of tools to actually find what the imbalance is in the body, free that interference so the body can start on its healing journey. So very excited to be here with you today, help any listener who's listening who may be struggling with their health and hopefully give them some nuggets or some tips that they can actually take home and continue on their own journey towards better health. I'm also the mother of four amazing young boys, I have to add. They are now 17 to 25, so a senior in high school who is a little traumatized by no prom, no grad party, but I tell you what, they're figuring out a way to make up for, for, for getting party plans. You know, I saw a, a meme this morning on Facebook and it said, so here's the deal for all of us in 2015 that sat down and said, where would we be in five years? Not one of us had it right. <laughs> it's like, isn't that the truth? Who would have thought 2020, we'd all be locked in our homes for months on end. And that again, all these high school seniors, no prom, no graduation. I mean, at least yeah. around here, they're doing it via Zoom. So. Well, my my youngest son is just mad because he wanted to torture the older brothers because he had to sit through their three graduations for hours upon hours. We have big schools, like 550 in their class. So he's like, how am I going to torture them? I go, being yes. a Zoom in my living room is not really making them go sit in a big auditorium and watch them. So he's conjuring up something. I'm like, why don't we have a party? So anyway, that's probably a sidebar, but kids are awesome and it's fun to have them. So um Anyway, let's get down to business. Let's Yeah, let's talk a little bit about keto. We both have a very similar way that we, um, and this is why, like, all, instantaneously, I think I was like, oh my goodness, I think Dr. Heather's a chiropractor. And I think that was my first interaction with you. I walked up to you and was like, are you a chiropractor? <laughs> and so we both have been teaching our patients about keto for a very long time before it was ever a cool buzzword. We, you know, I was doing paleo, doing all that stuff. So um, we have a couple different things that we work we work similarly with our practices and it's because we understand that the body heals itself and we, the body responds exactly as to what you give it. You give it a lot of bad stuff. You're probably not going to get really great results, but if you give your body a lot of good stuff, it's going to really, you know, if you're nourishing your body, it's going to give you good results. So what's, let's talk about some of the steps that you do with your patients and how to get them to start into a keto lifestyle. Okay. So, um, I feel like we, you and I, the faster you talk, the faster I talk. (laughs) I'll, I'll try to slow down. <laughs> I do know the higher my ketone level is, the more my brain lights up. So I know my <laughs> cognition's higher, my memory's higher, my recall's higher, and my talking is higher. So I did forget to leave out. I also am an education specialist for the company Prove It. I get to speak globally and travel globally. I was in Hong Kong a couple years ago. I did not know they had one of the highest diabetic um, and fastest growing rates of obesity and diabetes in Southeast Asia. So I got to go over there and do a Keto 101. I've been to Canada. At 
uh, in Quebec um, and Ontario and Banff actually speaking about ketones. So it's been an amazing journey letting a chiropractor go and speak about what ketones can do for the nervous system. So we'll get right down to it. So when I'm trying to help my patients find out what's going on in their body and how they can actually help their body seal, we know that that ketones actually calm down the nervous system. They increase the dopa and GABA. So what that means in short is that, as you said, food is either medicine for our body or it's either, um, it's either feeding a disease or fighting a disease. So when we talk about that with our patients, we simply look at what their food diary is, what are they eating, and then we try to meet them where they are and take them where they want to go. That generally always includes eating healthy fats because we know we have essential fatty acids for our body. Essential means you have to have them for survival. We know we have essential amino acids, so that includes eating healthy, locally grown protein, if possible, or meats. Um, if not, just get as clean as you can. And then it generally it includes excluding carbohydrates, except for vegetables, because there's no essential carbohydrates. So we start every single patient with a recommendation of a low carb, high fat or moderate fat diet which is getting rid of all artificial food colorings, getting rid of the sugar, getting rid of any type of form of sugar in any form, whether it is honey, whether it's molasses, you know, any way you can look at that, we try to eliminate that because sugar feeds inflammation and inflammation is a leading cause of all diseases. Right. And especially like if my patients are listening right now, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, there's another doctor that says the same thing <laughs> because that's, I'm always like, no honey, no molasses. And they're, they look at me and they think I'm just so strict, but no, it's the reality. Like it's still sugar and, and your body, you know, I, there's certain things I just don't want the sugar in my body for. And like you had just said, inflammation too. Um, so let's, because we're both chiropractors, let's dig in about the brain and the nervous system and how the body, how it thrives on ketones that way. Yeah, well, I think big step back is that we do know is that sugar is highly addictive. So one drop of honey, one drop of a Skittle, one bite of a Pop-Tart, it's it lights up your brain and you're like, I just want more and more and more. So that's why it's no <laughs> when right. that when that happens. And that's why you have to measure your berries out if you're going to have them. But what we do know is there's more nerves in your gut than your spinal cord. So that's why we, we say intermittent fasting, eat in an eight-hour window so we can get the nervous system to calm down. We also know that our brain is composed of at least 60% fat. And what's, I think, the most exciting information that I have heard if somebody said, what's the, the, the most amazing thing you've heard in the last 24 months? What has been discovered by some leading thought leaders and has been published by Dr. Cunane and Dr. Amen, some of the thought leaders who are talking about the Brain Grain book and other things, is that what we know in a broken brain, whether that be Alzheimer's, ADD, ADHD, concussion syndrome, what we thought was once you bruised a brain, you know, you fell down the stairs, you're in a car accident, you had 25 concussions or an aging brain. We know that Alzheimer's is type three diabetes. We look on a brain scan, we see those cells turn colors. They look dead or they're not taking up energy anymore. And if you drink glucose, whether it be orange juice or a soda or a sweet tea, or you break down organic strawberries or a Pop-Tart, we know that when you we break that down, your body doesn't uptake the glucose. So those brain cells are not lighting up on a PET scan or an MRI. However, if you have burning ketones, whether you drink cod liver oil or you ate an avocado or you're drinking exogenous ketones or MCT oil, when you break those down, those cells that we thought were once non-functioning, they didn't light up, 100% of those light up. It gives me the chills every single time I say that. So as a chiropractor, we're thinking, how do we get those to function? How do we get the nervous system turned on? Because we know those cells in the brain tell the rest of the body what to do. They're lighting up. 
we thought we had this discussion last night. There's only one drug out there for Alzheimer's and it's just to, to minimize symptoms, but we know it's actually making them worse because it's taking the plaques off. This is a way deep drive. We shouldn't go there, but we knew, but what's exciting is that now we know that we can get the brain cells fed. We can get energy to the brain cells in a broken brain and that broken brain, there's like 1.3 billion broken brains out there. And it's about food for fuel because we're eat food to make energy for our body. And when you give it the wrong fuel source, which is glucose, we know there's no essential carbohydrates. So we both agree with that. But right. we know that we can give our body fat, which is what our brain is composed of, the cells come back and can regenerate and they light up on PET scans. They light up on MRIs. This is real science, real truth, not something that is a hearsay. The studies are out there. And, you know, I love with you the, how you just brought up about Alzheimer's because that is something that I do see with my patients that they have that fear because so many people, 40, 50, 60 year olds right now are taking care of their parents that are 80s or 90s and they are going down that dementia hill and they come in and they're like, I don't want that. And so what can I do, right? So here's some of just the different research on how these different activities that we do today will impact the quality of our life 10, 20, and 30 years down the road. And people don't always, they don't think of it, but yet they wake up at 80 and they're like, how did I get here? Or wake up at 50 saying, how did my health end up here? I never expected this for this generation of my life, right? So if you're, if we're giving you the tools on the steps to take to make sure that life is happy and healthy and vibrant 10, 20, 30, 40 years down the road. All right, so let's talk a little bit, oh, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry, I have to, because you brought that up. So I know my patients say, I have the APOE gene. I have this genetic, I'm, I, you know, this showed up. I did the 23andMe. So what Dr. Mary Newport shared and Dr. Ford shared, who's a Nobel Peace Prize winner from NASA, he's retired now and has stem talks. So just again, Dr. Mary Newport has three books out there on brain health, Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. If you have a positive gene and it runs in your family, you need to start Alzheimer's prevention at the age of 25. 25. If you do not have, if you not, do not have the gene, but you have diabetes in your family or you are diabetic yourself, type two, you need to start at 35. That's 35. We, we could do a whole talk on this. What does that mean to start prevention? That's a whole nother talk. But those are the ages that you need to start prevention. So my patients say, oh, I have the APOE gene. I have little eight, life OE. I'm, so they go into that. Or I have a family. It's my uncle. It's my dad. It's my grandma. Like, we need to have a talk about this because the leading thought leaders and research are saying you have to start this at 25 because that's when we stop making growth hormone and other things. So 25 and 35 are the target ranges that you need to start prophylactic or preventative care. And we're seeing such a high rate of diabetes now. You know, like... So this is the whole thing of also why we love keto is because you start to eliminate all of the sugars and the carbohydrates. We were just laughing about with the, there are no essential carbohydrates. And I go back to the days that I used to run half marathons and you would finish, you would, you, you know it, and they probably still do it. I don't know, but where you'd, you'd cross the finish line and there's a beer tent right there to replenish your stores, right? Like, holy smokes, how, ah, but we live and learn. And <laughs> now I understand that why, you know, when I was running all those half marathons, I looked about 30 pounds heavier and I was the same weight, but it was all that constant inflammation. So I, I didn't look heavier. I just was like a pencil. I just, I didn't look good at all. I look, oh I mean, I, I got the flu afterwards. I didn't have any muscle mass. I'm like, how come I don't look even strong? I didn't look strong. That was the thing. I just looked like weak. I was fast, but weak, but Man, I wasn't even fast. I was inflamed and swollen. <laughs> and I always just said it tanked my thyroid. But then I just, you know, I was totally fueling up on carbs. It was the spaghetti dinners the night before and the beer tents afterwards. <laughs> All sorts of gluten. 
Let's dig in. How do people start going through keto? I know we, we get them to become aware because a lot of times people don't even realize that they might be eating 400 grams of carbs. And some people are like, there's no way that I'm even doing that. But that's the first thing, right? And then um, how do we like baby step them down? And um, let's talk about getting to ketosis and about that carb flu that they could experience because it's a real thing. Yeah. So, so generally I ask people, I have them do a food diary and track it so we have to know where they're starting from I tell them it's a roadmap. if I'm gonna drive from you know from Kansas to your house I gotta know how I'm getting there so I ask them if you were a smoker would you go cold turkey or would you actually just you know take two cigarettes away every day some people are like I'm cold turkey I'm like okay then we're gonna go from 400 or 200 carbs or wherever you're at we're going to drop women down to 25. We drop men to 30 or 35, depending on their age and activity. Like my husband can be at 60 carbs and still be in ketosis just because he's pretty metabolically fit. So it does depend on the person and doing this long enough, I can kind of tell and um, where we need to start. So say that we're going to go cold turkey. We're going to drop everybody down to 25 carbs for women, especially. We'll just focus on women right now. And sometimes it can take weeks or days to get there. So my biggest job is being a cheerleader and making sure they're eating a clean list. I start everybody on an autoimmune list. What does that mean? You're not going to do peanuts. You're not going to do any dairy except for grass-fed butter or ghee. You're not going to do any soy. So we eliminate out those ones. We take away some nightshades. So I know some lists people can have some sweet potatoes or yams or some tomatoes. We just take those away because hidden food allergies can also keep you out of ketosis because the body's worried about fighting a hidden food allergy. We make sure we rotate all the foods. We talked about that a little bit earlier before. So it's not eggs every day. It's not a hamburger and chicken every day. So we're rotating the foods. That's also the best way to get all the macronutrients, all the essential fatty acids. But we also help you get through the keto flu. It's not called the keto flu. I call it the carb flu. And I compare it if an alcoholic is, again, straight sugar when you're drinking alcohol. Oftentimes when people go to detox, they have to go to the hospital because they get diarrhea, they get vomit, they get the chills, they don't feel good. This also happens on keto because whether it's a bagel, oatmeal, juice, fries, pizzas, pasta, I mean, a fourth a cup of pasta is 42 carbohydrates. If you're having a half a cup of pasta, which is still a small serving, that's 80 carbohydrates. And that's not even the whole meal. You put a bread and a soda with it, you're already at a hundred and some carbs. So it's normal to get the carb flu. So sometimes that step down is a little bit better. So we help people get through that. And then again, let your body adjust. And it takes, again, a lot of coaching, a lot of support to get them there. So, but once you get into ketogenesis, it's amazing. So a lot of exercise, burn through the glucose, burn through the carbohydrates. And it's because glucose is toxic to your body. Your body wants to get it out. That's why glucose only burns for 30 minutes. Your body's like, get it out, get it out, get it out. So we help people get to ketosis. And again, it can take, some people can get there in 24 to 48 hours. Other people, it can take weeks or days to get there. And then again, it's a pretty sensitive balancing state. Once you're in ketosis for, you know, three or four months, your body says, okay, I'm legitimately going to burn ketones for fuel this time. There's no more yo-yoing with this. We're not playing a game. Then your body understands it, and it's much more stable to be in ketosis. But I've been able to use the last five years exogenous ketones. Before that, again, that coaching, that checking, I'm emailing, I'm texting at night, I'm doing all those things that you know a lot of doctors wouldn't do, but I want them to be successful. So now we have the amazing use of pure therapeutic exogenous ketones that are bioidentical to your body. So we introduce those on day one. So the body says, these are ketones. I'm going back to what I used to burn because ketones are a native state. We come into this world in a state of ketosis as newborn babies. And as long as we're breastfed, we're in ketosis. Um, elite runners are in ketosis. Anytime you burn through your glucose or glycogen,
glycogen endurance runners, when you're running your marathon, you're in ketosis. Um, but what happened because you weren't eating a high fat diet and you were fueling on some pasta and bread, you were breaking down your lean muscle mass as soon as you hit about mile 10 or 12. I was in the exact same way, the pasta dinner the night before. So it's amazing tool to use because that will help keep you through that. Ketones take away cravings. That's because once you're in ketosis, people feel amazing because it does calm down your nervous system. It takes cravings away. When you calm down your nervous system, you don't have cravings. You don't have hanger. You don't have anxiety. You sleep like a baby. Your digestive system is resting all the time. You're not having all those craving cycles because you're not using insulin. You don't have that dopamine yo-yo. And that's why people like, man, this is so easy. Getting there is hard. It's like training for a marathon or a half marathon. But once you get there, it's an amazing state. So we love using the exogenous ketones to help people get through the cravings, to take that away, to create satiety, get them sleeping. Because when you pull away carbohydrates, people have a lot of trouble sleeping. Think about the newborn baby. They want a carbohydrate load of the toddler. They want one little snack before they go to bed to like have that carbohydrate sleep sleepy time, if you want to call it. Adults do it too. They have a glass of wine. They have a bowl of popcorn or ice cream so they can calm their brain down to carbohydrate load. But as you and I know, they're really not sleeping well with that glass of wine or bowl of ice cream. It's just getting them tired, but they never get to that deep sleep. True. So true. And that's what I'm going to go back to even as babies are in a state of ketosis. And, and that's, um, you say it all the time, like that's the biggest time period that the brain is growing, right? And that's the body or the brain thrives with ketones that way. So um, I think that was my my big aha when I heard that years ago. I was like, okay, this only makes sense. Like this completely makes sense. Um, so how do you, like, when do you use the exogenous ketones, especially in that transition for patients, I would assume? Like, that's what I will tell people because here's the deal. If they're flipping from being a sugar burner to a fat burner, it's going to take a little bit of time, right? And, and this, it, it's their it's a crutch to help them along through that transition is what I find. Yeah, it's a tool. So prior to that, we would use acupuncture. We would use vial feedback. We definitely use, you know, chiropractic to calm them down. We use infrared sauna, which is a lot of different tools. We'd use herbs like Geneva and stuff to get rid of sugar and sweet cravings. Now people know like, man, it's right when like, their adrenal time, one to three o'clock. I just, that's when I crave and I just can't get over it. Or I put the kids to bed and that's when I just want to have something or work is so stressful for me. There's always this, this conference room that's always loaded with stuff. So identify when you're most tempted, when you're most tired or you're hangry time, that's when you want to drink your ketones or, you know, you go work out, you're so proud of yourself, but then you come home and your adrenals are blown and then you just want to snap and eat a peanut butter and jelly that's when you want to drink them. So they're water soluble. And so fuel source, our bodies, I mean, what we're, that's what we're trying to ultimately get to is have our body burn our own fat. So when you can introduce them and tell our body, this is what we're going to be using, you use them whenever you know your body's tempted, whenever you have cravings, whenever you have that feeling of satiety, I feel like never full. Cause I have patients tell me, I don't even know what hunger is anymore. What is that? I eat because I'm bored to eat because I'm lonely, eat because it's noontime. I eat because I wake up in the morning. I eat because my routine is have a glass of wine and cheese and go to bed. I mean, people have that routine. They're not even know what, they don't even know what hunger is. And that's when I love to put in that fasting component. Like let's drink water. Let's identify when you're hungry because food equals energy. That's yes. when your body's hungry is it tells you I need energy. So that's also a great time time to really teach the body, I am hungry because I need energy. And most of us have over 25 to 30% stored fat. So you have enough fat to tap in to get you through a week or two. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, you're finding the same thing, right? Patients don't even know what hunger or appetite is. 
So true, and especially in the state right now, because we are in the midst of, I'll just tell our listeners right now, we're recording this in the middle of the lockdowns that are going on with the coronavirus in the United States. And so people, I mean, how many people are now saying, I'm gaining weight, like I don't even know why. Well, their cortisol is out of control, but they're also, they're not leaving their house, they're eating all day long. (laughs) So this is something, I mean, I love the ketones. I think back to like when I first met you, that prove it, and we had two flavors, right? <laughs> and so it's so different now, but I absolutely love mine even pre-workout. Like I, I get the best workouts with them. So um, I, yeah, so I even use it that way. But absolutely, patients right now, they're stressed, their cortisol is out of control, and so it's a nice way to help add that in too, just to help normalize things. Yeah, and I kind of laugh. People are like, oh, I have the corn 10, the corn 15, the corn. I'm like, okay, this isn't a funny situation. Yeah, it's not something to be proud of right now. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, are you eating it or are you not sleeping? And is it stress? I mean, why is the weight coming on? Like, can you identify what's causing that? Because that is really what's happening is, like you say, is it your cortisol is erupting? Well, kids are going to school later, so I'm up later. It happened to happen in the U.S. right around our spring break time. So spring break happened in March. Kids never went back to school. So parents are on spring break. Everyone's on spring break. People didn't go back to work. And I say, you know, well, wake up like you used to wake up and go to work, but take that time to work out now. Take that time to do some meditation. Take that time to prepare your lunch or dinner instead of just hitting that snooze button. And we've really got way out of out of routine of doing things and you're right people are home all day now they're fixing lunch for their kids I've got kids running around my house eating all day long right Right. and it's um, one of the things that we both agree on is to have the attitude of gratitude and writing down or if and I even tell patients if you can't physically write it down set it in your mind three things that you're grateful for first thing in the morning and right before bed and I love what you had said earlier when we were talking behind the scenes was that three or two things before bed just so that way it resets resets your whole evening that way or your whole night of sleep. So deep dive in that a little bit. Yeah. So studies are showing that when you do just two things about gratitude about yourself or two things you're thankful for, we have something called neuroplasticity. Um, We have so many negative things that create different connections in our brain and neuroplasticity is creating good, happy connections in our brain. We have something called BDNF. It's like fertilizer for your brain, brain derived neurotrophic factor. And we need that good fertilizer to make happy connections in our neurons in our brain. Studies are showing when you can be in a place of gratitude prior to going to bed, no matter if your house burned down that day, your teenager wrecked your car, no matter what happened that day, when you go to bed in a state of ketosis, and Dr. Lilling talks about that, and then you put that state of gratitude on top of it, you get to sleep quicker and deeper. And this is whether you're in a natural state of ketosis or exogenously, therapeutically in a state of ketosis, but in a state of gratitude, then you make those good neurotransmitters, you make that neuroplasticity, and you're putting the gratitude as that miracle grow, so to speak, on top of those neurons. We know that we're super saturated with negativity and toxins all day long, but when we can do that, when our body's resetting and repairing our hormones, and we keep talking about cortisol because it's the biggest disruptor for women, hormone disruptor specifically, but when we can do that before we go to bed, it is making huge changes in our day when we wake up the next day because we slept well that next night. I don't know how many people say, I'm like, what happened? Why, why is your food diet? Why didn't you exercise? What, what I didn't sleep good. Like their whole next day is disrupted because they didn't sleep good. Think of that newborn baby. They wake up happy. They're giggly. Their diapers are a mess. They're like, hello, I'm here. (laughs) Nobody can not smile at a newborn baby. So what if that were you? What if you wake up happy and you're in a great mood, no matter if your kids spilled something all over the floor and your dog ate the couch? Like what happens if you just woke up happy every day? What would your day look like? I mean, like, can you imagine that? And the brain 
believes what you perceive. So you said, even if you don't write it down, but you visualize, I am an amazing friend. I'm a trustworthy person. I have great eyes. I have great flowers in my garden, whatever it is, your body believes that. And when you go to bed with that, you have a chance of making those good positive connections. So when you have people that are overcoming or people that are not just surviving, but are thriving, it's because they're doing this exact thing. They're saying thankful for something in the morning and two things, not 25, not a journal, just two simple things. And everybody can do that. I love it. And one of the things I'm going to throw in here too, for people, um, you like, especially people know that they shouldn't be eating dinner right before bed or huge snacks right before bed. But one of the things that people I find will do it because they can figure out the right alcohols, quote unquote, that are keto friendly, stop drinking alcohol like before bed, because especially it is going to mess them up. I would rather you not even have it throughout the day, but it really messes up your sleep patterns at night, right? Like body temperature, everything is going to be skewed with that. And I know that's a crutch that people will use within the keto world. Well, I can use X, Y, and Z, and that's still keto. We'll also check your sugars and check your uh, ketones the next morning too, to see how your body adapts to that. <laughs> right. How about anything else you want to add? And you can fill in where they can find you at more information. Well, I'm just super excited to be here. I'm kind of like you, I'm a Q&A girl. So I love questions. So if you have other questions about this topic or any other topic, my Facebook page, my Instagram, my blog is Ask Dr. Heather, just A-S-K-D-R Heather. So it's Facebook, Instagram. My blog is AskDrHeather.net. I have over a thousand recipes there that are gluten-free, dairy-free, or just recipes that I've made from home that are super simple. Also on my YouTube channel, I've got a bunch of cooking recipes there that are keto slash low-carb. So you can make anything that's low-carb keto anything that's keto low carb, just depending on your own macros, what you throw on the side or how the quantity that you eat. So I just really want to thank you for being here. Let, allow me to be here with you. Hopefully you've heard something that just kind of clicked in your brain and thought, gosh, you know what? That's going to change my day. That's going to work for me. I can take that home and implement that right now, right away. So I just really am thankful for you, Lisa, today. So my gratitude goes out to you and to this amazing summit and think that I just love being a part of this and helping people become the best version of themselves and live your best day every day. Absolutely. Let's leave it just at that. I love it because even in the midst of this quarantine, we can still have our best days ever. <laughs> Thanks so much, Dr. Heather. Thank you. content provided by Dr. Lisa Olszewski and her guests in her programs, including this podcast, her website, summits, and other platforms is for educational and informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider before you make any changes to your health routine, especially related to this content. Ask your physician questions about medical conditions. No statement has been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and products mentioned or discussed in these programs are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I hear it all the time. How do I get my kids to eat fruits and vegetables? How can I get them to take a multivitamin? Or even for our adults, I hate fruits and vegetables. How do I incorporate some of the great benefits of this? This is why I created the Nourish Super Greens and Super Reds. You are going to love them. They are all organic. You have organic green blend and an organic red antioxidant blend. But what else I love about this? 
I brought in immune support as well. So we have such amazing superfoods, all of the different mushrooms that are in there, along with digestive enzymes. And you can just mix it into your smoothie. You can mix it into some water, but it tastes good. There are no added sugars. You're going to love it. So just click the link below or go to drlisao.com and click the shop button.